This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on this nice, beautiful, chilly, damp, and ugly Wednesday. Al, how is you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Um... I've had this at my desk for a while. I keep forgetting to bring it onto the podcast. There were uh, first of all, I was out sick. Then um, you were working from home. Then I just kept forgetting it. But somebody sent the very first postcard of the summer very season. Very nice, Gina. Uh, it was not Gina, but it was uh, from Paris, where Gina was. Oh, okay. That's this, I saw Paris, and I thought for sure. Oh, okay. This comes from uh, Michael McGillo. Cuddy. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's Michael McGillo. Whammy, Megillah, Wami, something like that. Michael M., who is in Paris. Michael M., Uh, Alan Jerry, and Eddie, too. A few weeks ago, you said you would do postcards from vacations again. The first time around, I sent you one from Burlington, Vermont. Now I'm on uh, spring break vacation with my daughters and wife in Paris, and I hope to be the first for you this year. You are, sir. Love, love, love the show every day. Michael Megillicuddy. So that was Wasn't nice. Was McGillicuddy a character in Scooby Doo? I'm not sure, but it definitely is a is a name that we are familiar. Very familiar. With. So name. this is my first one, uh, Jerry. Uh, they sent a picture of the uh, Eiffel Tower in Paris. Very nice. By the way, I always thought um, Paris. I, I always thought the French did not like Americans, but Gina said that the French seem to. They like our money. Yeah. I told her I was never going to go to Paris because of. Uh, me neither. You know, back in like 86, 85, 86, somewhere in there, whenever we wanted to bomb Libya and Gaddafi, that jerk. Yep. And it would have saved us time to fly over France and to get there. And the airspace for us? No. So guess what? Not going. Not going. Unless I get a formal apology. And you can keep your French bread and your French fries, too. Yeah. Yeah, guess what? We get bread anywhere. <laughs> I get bread right in Bradley Beach, uh, yes, Baghdad, and... Guess what else I could get there? Croissants. Uh, yes, you can. Right? You're yeah, right. That's so special there in Paris. Screw them. <laughs> that's so special. You get the Louvre Museum. Not interested. We got museums here I don't go to. I, well, I tell you, the idea of going to a museum, and I know this, you know, reflects poorly on me. Yeah. I couldn't have less interest in going to a museum. Yeah. Honestly. I did the the Museum of Natural History once with, my, with uh, Matthew when he was probably six. We had a good time. It was fine. I did it once. I don't need to go again. Yeah. And these other museums with paintings. No, painings not interesting. No thanks. I'm interested in, interested in seeing old things. Well, so that's why the Museum of Natural uh, History yeah. is very cool. Like they had an exhibit about uh, with mummies from uh, Egypt. Like, okay. and they were right that you could touch the mummies. Like, right, sure. I mean, not the actual mummy bodies, but the casings and stuff. Like that's that's wild. To Would me. you go to the Sex Museum in New York City? No, because that seems again, I think. stupid. Could be for that. Could be a fun night out with friends. Yeah, like that's couples. true. I would like to see, like, old dildos. Wow. I mean, good for you. And condoms that were, like, made of leather and things. Like, like that's interesting, like, how these So just to recap, first, yeah. you're interested in old dildos. Correct. Okay. <laughs> to each his own, Al. Okay, you, I mean, you didn't even mean that. This is, like, on the old Ron and Fez show where Ron would go, speak as an... <laughs> 
Speaking of old dildos, Fez, how's your mom? <laughs> oh, God. That's horrible. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, I have seen, like, old condoms from, like, these... Took one off this morning. Of, <laughs> hundreds of years ago that were made of, like, leather. Right. Or something weird. Well, animal skin. Yeah, animal skin. Right, we've... I feel like we've done those stories. We even have... They still make uh, some rubbers out of uh, lamb skin. Lamb skin. But... But the VD can can Pen, can penetrate. Yeah, can penetrate the lambskin. Awesome. So it's really just Who's buying that. I guess it feels more like a, hey, oh, maybe. Wait a second, I'll put this lambskin on. <laughs> you break. I mean, really. Come and then on. And then also, don't you feel like your penis is touching lamb? Like that's a weird too. The whole thing is weird. Lambskin. Did you ever buy one a lambskin? A lambskin, no. I was always nervous about getting VD. I would, I would, I, didn't I need mean one to use that, it. I meant just to see it, just to try it on. Just you could do that too, because I did buy condoms once to try them on. How old were you? Or was this last <laughs> week when Gina was in Paris? Older than I should have been. Let's oh, just God. put it that All way. Right. I did try on condoms. Yeah. How old were you? I was well. I was driving. <laughs> okay. Probably could have been seventeen. I, I would say it was uh, prior to. Uh, Probably just prior to prior 20... moving to Bradley Beach, <laughs> <laughs> just prior to my fiftieth birthday. No, oh, no, I would say just prior to uh, turning twenty one, twenty two. Got it. I tried it all because I didn't know what to what to do. Sure, understood. <laughs> uh oh, when he starts laughing without speaking, that's never good. I even think I used one by myself to see <laughs> what you do with it after. <laughs> What did you do with it after? You, they're not reusable. <laughs> Why'd you turn it inside out, you cheap bastard, and try and use it a second time? No, but I definitely, by myself, tried on a condom and then... Did the act? <laughs> yes. By myself. And then, could you imagine, like, the feelings when that, the minute that no was over? No worse than the pump. No, no worse than that. Right. So. Right. Good point. So you've done worse. I have done worse. <laughs> yeah. And this is when I bought the, uh, I didn't buy, I probably stole them from drug fair. The condoms, the classic Trojans that came in the red box. I'm not familiar with that. That was just like the basic. Really? Your basic condom. Red, okay. They were, I don't even know if they make it. They make so many specific condoms now. It's ridiculous. Yes. It's you ever go business. in the condom aisle now? It's like a super ultra thin. Well, if you make them super ultra thin, get rid of the non-ultra thin ones. Because <laughs> who wants those? We don't need all of these choices. But there used to be the the red box condom, which was shaped like a penis, right? The uh, the, the condom. The box was? No, the condom. Oh. Then there was in the turquoise box, that was reservoir tip. <laughs> you know what the reservoir tip is? No. That was at the end of the condom. It was a it was a t a little tube at the end that would collect oh, your geez. sample. Otherwise, you had to leave your own spacing in the red box condom. <laughs> then there was the. the oh, you were like an expert on these things. Then there was the yellowish tan box that was ribbed for her pleasure. Then they started lubricating the condoms. Right. So. Then they got into all sorts of things. Ultra thin, ribbed, lube. I'm not being funny. I'm reservoir serious. tips. Did you ever use the different ones with different females and get different results? Whereas, like, the rib really did work. I, I did not ever try a ribbed condom. Got it. In real life. All right. I just wondering. Yeah. I got the same results. Seconds every time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter how thin... Or how thick the condom was. <laughs> they should make finger condoms. <laughs> the results did not vary oh. very much. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, what are you going to do, Al? I think I found the uh, what was giving me uh, stomach cramps. Remember I told you? Uh, yeah, you went to the bathroom. You ended the podcast uh, earlier so you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I had to go to the bathroom. Which you never do here. I know. But I've been getting cramps like recently at work a lot. And uh, I'm trying to think, like, what did I start eating or doing differently? 
know what it started when I first got sick and I was coming in here and I was drinking hot water with honey. Yeah. I wonder if the honey is giving me, because I still have a cup of uh, hot water with honey during the warm-up show. So did you not have it today? I did have it today, and I started getting a cramp, and I was like, hmm, I'm not going to have a second cup. Okay. And it didn't hit me. So Maybe I think, that's it. So then I Googled, can honey give you, can, can hot water honey give you cramps? Can. Okay. Well, then that's going to be that. So I think that's it. <laughs> but instead, you can drink gallons of coffee. It makes no sense. <laughs> it really makes no sense. Right. Absolutely none. I haven't actually, I haven't had a cup of coffee. I had one yesterday. I made a cup of, I didn't have one driving in because my, we don't have any of the, I don't, I'm, you know what I'm out of? I don't care for the, uh, the travel mugs anymore. Yeah, me neither. I like a regular mug for coffee. I don't like me travel too. cups. So Kim would buy the, 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 the travel plastic cups with the lids. I like those. Yep. We're out of them. So I went to make coffee yesterday. I'm like, hmm, no, I don't have yeah. a cup. I'm not making it. So I didn't have one coming in. I made a cup here, maybe drank half of it. I don't like the coffee here. So I threw it out. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a cup all day. Okay. Yeah. Like, what's the point? It's so weird. I also just recently became not interested in travel mugs. Yeah, weird. And that's strange. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm not like, interested in this. It sounds so stupid, but it doesn't, I don't know. You don't sip it right. It doesn't taste right. Yeah, we right. need it in the ceramic mug or the paper cup. Yes. Styrofoam cup out. Yeah. I'm done with those. Yeah. What else you got, Jerry? I'll tell you uh, what I have real quick. <clears throat> yes. So we had a couple new interns coming in. Oh, yes. And one of them, Amanda, is here today. I met her. We met her, yep. And so when I went in to do my update at 10 o'clock, I don't know why, but she was in the control room with um, with Pete and Dove. And I don't know why, but I had this flashback, like legit, this quick moment where I remember coming in for my first shift. And I remember Eric Spitz taking me into the control room just to say hello to, I think Steve Cohn was in there. And I don't remember who the board op was. I really don't remember who the board op was. But Steve Cohn was the producer. And I remember John Minko was doing, was was the anchor. And I remember thinking, wow, this is cool. It's John Minko. I want to do that one day. And I'm sitting there thinking inside, I'm like, that one day has come and gone. <laughs> right. And like, I'm I'm the old guy now. Yes. Like, she might be in there thinking, I want to be Brandon or Tiki and a talk show host or maybe want to do what I, whatever, and thinking, like, she's just getting started. When she's my age, I'm going to be the one that's home walking back and forth to the train station looking for something to do. Right. And time goes so quick. Holy crap. Yeah. It is weird. I thought a uh, similar thing when I met her. I just thought, too, like, I, I remember going into the radio station for the first time. And it's different now because there are so many pictures on social media of radio stations and video. And, yeah, for sure. You know, it's a different. It's not as cool now as it was then. Because yeah. There was a there was something hidden about it. Yes. Or mysterious. Yeah, I remember when I even like I loved Howard Stern, and I I was going over to K Rock, maybe to interview with Tom Chiasano to work with Booker, and I had already been in radio a, a decent amount of time by then. Yeah. <clears throat> but just waiting in the lobby of K-Rock. It's cool. And not knowing what was behind those doors. Yeah, for sure. It's neat, isn't it? Yeah, very neat. So that's cool. And then in some aspects, I think it's cool to that to be like an intern would be now where you have your whole career in front of you. Yeah. And other parts where it's cool, like, wow, we survived this whole long part. That is very true. And you we've know, gotten through a lot. We got through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, even if you were told today you, you were done... You had a 25-year career. Yeah, you would consider it a big success. I would say so, yeah. yeah. But, and that's why I always say that I'm ready any day. Well, I'm not ready, but I'm prepared mentally if they tell me this is it or yeah. whatever. I mean, right, because it wasn't a failure. No, not after 25 years. I don't think you can call it that. Yeah. But it is. It's, uh, yeah. And it's funny, too, because, like, on one hand, I'm like, boy, I wonder if I'm out of here soon. But then, like, I'm working with... Brandon and Tiki, who just started at this radio station. Right. I'm the same age as Tiki, and Brandon's a year younger. Like, they're just starting. Correct. So, all right, maybe I'm not done so soon. Right. Who knows? We we never know, Jerry. We don't know. We, we have no idea. That also reminds me of something that popped up today on the show, where Boomer was talking about bringing Gunner to the Rangers 1994, where Gunner sure. was very little. And he says, you know, Gunner has absolutely no memory of going, but Boomer has the memory. Yes. Yeah, that was a great... 
father-son moment for Boomer. Yeah. Not for Gunner because he doesn't remember it. Right. But, but probably at the time, I'm sure Gunner enjoyed going. So I got me wondering, like, why we, why we don't have memories of things. I don't know. Like, I could also, like, right now, if you were to say to me, give me one memory from 1996. See, I can't do that. Right, so what I'm saying. I, 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 I'm taking a full year of my life when I was an adult. I was 27 years old. Yeah. And I cannot give you right now a memory other than I know I was living in Tampa. Right. I can tell you what I probably was doing, but I don't have a specific memory. Yeah, you know what? I can actually. The whole year. If, if, if you give me a moment to kind of disconnect the years from one yeah. another, I can. I definitely can. Yeah, yeah. The way I, I I would be able to do is you go, okay, where was I living? 100%. Where was I working? Mm-hmm. Who was I dating? Yeah, and then all of a sudden from there, a specific yeah. date would come up or a movie you might have gone to see or a weird day at work. Or, you know, to me, I'm pretty sure 96 was the year my friend passed away. So I remember being in school. Right. That, that September of 96 and getting that, having the security guard come get me. Mm-hmm. I remember that day like it was yet. And what's crazy is when I think about that, I can actually see the entire drive home from Jersey City and going right to the liquor store and seeing my friends and all of it. Yeah, nuts. What's your earliest memory? Um, My earliest memory is probably 1977. I was three. And it's not much of a memory other than I remember my mother used to, my dad obviously worked, I think in the city. If not, it was Secaucus, I forget. And we had just moved to Jersey. My mom was working either for an attorney, I forget. She was working though during the day and we would stay with my grandparents. She was taking us to go to their their house. My grandfather came out with a big, Big thing of lollipops for us, and we were going in there. And I remember that specifically because I believe he passed away the next day or two days later from a heart attack. Hmm. And I remember I remember being in the car and going to their house, and I remember him coming out with the lollipops. I was probably three, maybe four. But I think he passed away in 77, so, yeah. But nothing else in that whole era No, there. right. No, after that, I remember moving into a different house, I remember hanging. I do remember climbing a tree in my front yard. I remember doing that often, actually, uh, but very vague things. It's really until for me, like seven, that I actually really remember stuff. We have full memories. Yeah, yeah, six, seven years old, I would say. And Prior what's your, to that, no. what's like your earliest memory of of watching sports? Cowboys lose to the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. I remember watching that entire game with my my sister was there, my parents were there, my brother was there. And I remember, I remember, it's the only time I ever remember crying for a sporting event. I remember crying like a, yeah, that game. Never forget it. Yeah. And then we went to California, literally, weeks later, to see my family that lived right outside of San Francisco. And that was, yeah, I remember that, I remember that whole week. And I had all my cowboy stuff on and my cousins who, I guess, were... My cousin is um, 40, he's six, seven years old. He's eight years older than me. And then my other cousin, she's five years older than me. They moved out to San Francisco in the mid-70s, so they turned San Francisco fans immediately because they were kids. And I remember just just getting ridiculed by him and his friends, and in, in a good way, nothing crazy, because I was seven or eight years old, whatever I was. I remember that week like it was like it was yesterday, and driving to the ocean. and I mean, it's amazing the stuff you remember. Yeah, and then... Big chunks where you don't remember anything. Nothing. You remember nothing. Remember my uncle Weird. cooking with tons of garlic. I was like, oh, we're doing the California way. Because you had the smell of it. Yes. The entire house. That tied you to it. Yes. And when you smell garlic today, do you think I of that? I still think of my Uncle Tony. Yeah. I do. 100%. Not all the time. But yes, there are moments for sure when I think of him and his cooking. Right. We have different tastes and smells. Yeah. All of the senses, if something was uh, overwhelming. Yeah. Can tie you back to those How about memories. This one? There's one specific perfume that Kim wears that I bought her before we went on a cruise in 2001. It was the first time she ever wore it. She she doesn't always wear it anymore, but it's in the rotation. Let's say 
But that was the first time she wore it was in Puerto Rico when we were getting on the crew. I remember in the hotel getting ready to go to the cruise ship, and that's what she wore all week. The second I smell that, I think we're on a cruise. She's worn it a million times since then. I smell that, and I think cruise ship. You still think of it. Yes, 100%. It's really interesting. No other event. She might yeah. have worn it on a wedding day. I don't know. I smell that. I think cruise. You think you're cruising. Yeah. You're looking for the buffet. You're looking for drinks. They're looking for drinks, probably. Not so looking much for buffet. drinks. Yeah. And it's just weird how, like, you remember, you can remember things and other things, nothing. You know what's a blur to me? High school. I, there, no doubt I remember certain things. I'm not not saying it's a, you know, a complete uh, mystery to me. But my God, freshman year, nothing. But really like nothing. Your your son who's in high school. Yeah. Right now, all his memories are high school. Right now. Will sure. those fade? They Will must. Will he not remember high school? Well, I hope he's got a better brain than things. I do. Um because mine has deteriorated <laughs> over the years with these hours. It's not funny, but it is true. Um I so I hope so. I remember I remember certain freshman baseball games. I mean, we must have played 25. Oh, maybe not 20. Maybe probably 20 of them. I remember a couple of them. I remember a couple of bus rides. I don't remember being in school at all. I remember freshman football practice. I remember double sessions. I remember that. But school, nothing. Absolutely nothing. So weird. I'm amazed that for somebody who's played so many games, how Boomer remembers. Yeah. Who he threw touchdowns to. In certain specific instances. And scores. Yeah. And where the games were. We've been a guy like Beningo. How does he remember? I These guys that have these photographic memories. Like he didn't play the games. He yeah. just watched them. And can, I mean, I, I've told you the story before. He had, I forget who, Villa Piano, I think that was his name. He used to play on playing the Raiders. He had him on one night. And he was going over details of a game from the 1970s. And the guys on the line, he goes, that's pretty good. He goes, I don't remember that game. He goes, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And we looked at the stuff up. Me and Ray Martell, we were looking the stuff up. And Joe nailed everything. Like, how do you? I ran for 151 yards, and you made that great play, and you killed my team. It's like, what, what, how, huh? Yeah, 151 yards, two touchdowns. Like, wow, score nailed. Crazy. And yet we don't remember... You know, anything in our lives. Correct. Nuts. Yeah, it's weird. I also think, like, for us, memories are tied to photographs sometimes. And, sure. And, and when we were in high school and all those years after, decade, two decades after, like, we weren't taking pictures of everything. No, now it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there are times, I know there are years where I probably have, where I, I maybe took a roll of film. Yeah, sure. At maybe Christmas or on vacation. And that was that. And that was the year. Now you're going through, you could conceivably go through 200 pictures in a weekend. Right. Yeah, I know. I've been videoing all my son's games on my phone. Yeah. Like, do you have pictures of you from Little League? I have three, I believe. Yeah. I literally have three pictures. And I don't mean the team pictures everybody took. Right. I believe I have three action shots. I was uh, 10 years old playing in the minors. On the Cleveland, on the uh, on the Indians, I do have to. I have three pictures. Yeah, that's it. I took three pictures of my son the other day. The first uh, first inning, right? Yeah, I think I have one picture of me from Little League. Yeah, it's different time. And I only took the picture because I finally got. I was on the Astros for many years. Then I was on in on uh, the Mets in, okay. when I was thirteen, and I was a Met fan. So I have a picture of it just because I was in the Mets uniform. I was excited. That is cool. But that's it. That is it. Yeah, we weren't snapping too many photos. You know, parents actually did. I think they actually went there and watched the game. Yeah. As opposed to being on their phone and taking pictures. I don't know. Like, I lived in Indiana for two years. Yeah. Maybe I have 20 photos. Sure. Maybe? You were, that was just before the cell phone boom. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a ways 90s, before right? actually. Yeah. But that was early night, like 92 to 94. I didn't get a cell phone until. Yeah. I got one in 92. Really? Yeah. I got the old, uh, Motorola flip phone that plugged into your car. It's yeah. terrible. I remember it was $26 a month. I'm like, why wouldn't I do this? Right. 
and it was it was good. I mean, it, it didn't work as well as they do now, but I had a, I had a phone that worked. Yeah, and then of course the texting was the one that got me. Texting was around a lot longer than before I started it. Yes, I remember Dallin Cuff, the guy I used to do Columbia games with. He used to text nonstop. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm texting. I'm like, what does that mean? And he would tell me. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. And I didn't do it for like the longest time. That one phone, the first phone I got that I started texting with was the one where you could turn it sideways, yep. flip it up, and Isn't then it had Nokia. A, I don't know. Then it had the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. That I had one like that too. It was Nokia. Yeah. And then and that was good too because you didn't have to go A B C to get yes. to C. You know. Yeah, I know. That and then the BlackBerry was really great for right. texting. Yep. My dad, I think, still. My dad just got rid of his BlackBerry. Yeah. Like, dude. And that actually had apps on it. I know know when I first got Twitter, there was a Twitter app. I believe it. For BlackBerry. BlackBerry is good for a while. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, what happened to them? Right. They just fall behind on the technology? Yes. I guess so. You compete with uh, Google and Apple. No, you cannot. Yep. All right, Jerry. Let's to, yeah, I'll save this one for tomorrow. Okay. Let's do the warm-up program. Yes. And then we'll return back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m., which will be a Thursday for us. All right. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In the car. We're running. In the shower. Hot, hot water, hot shower. Bring the fan with you anywhere on the Odyssey app. Download and search WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we go, 502, what do you say? It is a Wednesday midweek. Nice to have you with us, D. Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, hello, hello. And across from me, his name is Al Mark Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. It was, uh, you know, we had a we had a nice warm day yesterday. It cooled off at night. It and, was 97 uh, when my son had a game at 5 o'clock. 97. It was tremendous. Yeah, now I think it's in the 60s. Yeah, 64 when I got up and it was raining. So we're back. I put back Lovely. on I put back on long sleeves today. Yeah, pretty Jerry. much. This is a long sleeve day for me. Uh, sounds about right. I did short sleeves yesterday, long sleeves today, but not hoodie weather yet for me. Like I, I have uh, gone, I'm, I, I'm not going back to the hoodies. It's June 1st. That's it. I wore the hoodie yesterday. I draw the line. I saw Almost that. Almost put it on today. I saw that. But June 1st, I'm not doing it. Well, the problem is no matter what it is outside, mm-hmm. it's 45 degrees in the studio. Yeah, it's very chilly in here. Yeah. That's why I like to wear a winter hat when I come to work. And people think we're nuts. Yeah. But I'm not nuts. It's free. It's like a, a, uh, doing a show in a refrigerator. Pretty much. When Boomer gets here, the first thing he does when he comes through the door, he goes he goes over to the thermostat and goes... Down to 60. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. I know. They used to used to hear like David Letterman would keep his studio freezing because they believe comedy is 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 better when it's cold. I hate being cold. Me too. I don't want to be cold in the studio. I'm shivering. Won't be cold anywhere. Jerry, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes, that the Yankees kick Noah Syndergaard's ass. Subway series. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, you certainly get the sense that it's a possibility this year. Why not? I mean, we, both these teams, we are just cruising, Jerry. So far, just yeah. Just cruising, kicking 
behinds. The games aren't even close. The only thing I would say, to the contrary, as we reach June 1st and you've got two of the best records in baseball. Yes, we do. Is do the Mets get through what's in front of them in the National League? And what I mean by that is not in front of them in standings. I mean, who's going to be in front of them? Are they good enough to beat the Dodgers? Are they good enough to beat if it's the Padres or the Giants or the Brewers? There's, like, legit teams in the National League they're going to have to beat. The division's terrible, and they're running away with it, and they're kicking everybody's ass. Which is so great. And then the question on the other side is, are the Yankees ready to take that step in October? So, that said, here we are on June 1st. Two of the best teams in baseball. Pretty good. It's damn good. It's not pretty good. Pretty good. The Yankees uh, smacked around long-haired freak Noah Syndergaard. Long-haired freak? Yeah. (laughs) Enough of him. Takes his shirt off. It's not even impressive. It's uh, it's what it is. He's not cut. I'll tell yeah, you that, Jerry. Cut. He is a huge man, though. He's a big man, but he's not cut. He's eating meatballs, and it doesn't do a damn thing when you face the Yankees. Well, not in the first inning last night. He gave up four runs in a blink. Four runs in a blink? Yeah. Uh, uh, the mustached uh, Carpenter. What's his first name, Jerry? Matt. Matt. The mustached uh, Matt Carpenter hit a home run last night. Uh, Jose Trevino had three hits in he a did. home run. We were that? smacking him around. Then it was like show, uh, Aaron Judge robs Shohei Atani. I'm not sure that was a home run. Uh, close. It was close. I, see, the problem is Judge is so tall, yeah. it doesn't look as impressive as a guy that leaps three feet off the ground. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I do think it it probably goes out because you see where the ball in his glove is. It's close. I it's agree. It's close. It's not like the play... From the Rangers Rays game that we played, yeah, yesterday. that was awesome. That, that guy's was... whole armpit was over the wall. Yeah, that was a robbery. But still, it's a heck of a play. It's a good play. Uh, yeah, Aaron Judge uh, stole maybe a home run from Shohei Atani. Likely a home run. Likely a home run. May have done one of those moves, Jerry, where it bounced off the top of the wall and went over. Maybe or just cleared. that still counts, by the way. Does still count. It does still count. And if we had a shorter man out there, not the very tall. Aaron Judge probably would have been a home run. No, I don't know that. I just oh. think it would have looked more impressive because they would have had to have jumped higher. Right. So That's we, all. even if he caught it or didn't catch it, the jumping higher would have made it look like it was... Like Brett Gardner was good at that back in the day. Yeah. Jumping at the wall but not over the wall. By the way, where is Brett Gardner? Home. He's unsigned. Doing what, Jerry? Nothing. Probably wondering if his baseball career is over and if he has reached retirement. I'm sure he's waiting for somebody to get hurt and get in a phone call. I liked him. Although I thought I read something when we were off a couple of weeks ago that a team reached out to him and he passed. I don't remember now. I'd have to go check that. He said, you guys suck. I'm going to no, pass on I, this one. I, I, I can check team. that during the break. I feel like he might have passed on a Maybe the Blue Jays were going to offer him a deal. Oh, I would love to go to the Blue Jays. And I feel like he said or his agent said, no, he's, he's a Yankee. Really? I think so. I will, again, I could be making that up or I... Maybe that was someone's opinion I online. Think you created that. I read no, nah, I read that somewhere. But it was a couple weeks ago. I would love to go to the Blue Jays, especially if I feel like the Yankees dissed me. Go, let me go play with Bo Bichette. He was a, you know what? He was here for a long time. His yeah. production diminished. Can still play at the major league level, but he's not going to go bat 280 anymore. And he's a step slower. I mean, you know what? There are some people that believe. That there are people on this earth that are part alien and part human. That the aliens have made love to a number of humans over the years. Have you ever made love to an alien? I have not. Okay. But Brett Gardner looks like he could be an alien, baby. His head. Well, I've said that before yeah. many times. Without well, the hat on. He yeah, looks there's a handful of uh, him pe- in the, our people. NBA commissioner. Correct. Our NBA commissioner is another one. Right. Adam Silver. So you think Adam Silver and Brett Gardner have had sex with aliens? No. I believe they are the product oh, of I an see. alien making love to a human. So they're parents. Either One they're... of their parents. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, clearly it's got to be. And I know there's more. I can't. Oh, you know there's more. No, I mean, I can't think off the top of my head. But there oh, are people certain... that look like that. Yeah. There are certain people that look like aliens. Yeah. A little bit. Hmm. I'm trying to think of someone else. Yeah. There's nothing coming to mind. If you know, give us a call, 877. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brett Tweet Gardner, me. May 13th, turned down a one-year offer from the Blue Jays. Oh, I'd have taken that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he unless, they no. were gonna, unless he was going to be a bench player. Well, I don't think he was going to go in there and play the uh, the remaining 145 games. Why? Who's so, who do they got that's I, so good over there? Uh, what's his name? George Springer. Have oh, you heard right. of him? I, that name does ring a yeah, bell. Yeah, you think? 
That so, yes, he apparently turned down a deal maybe even twice. In the oh, Blue Jays. maybe he's waiting for three times. Ask, beg me, Blue Jays. Look like they pursued him in the winter and in uh, the first couple of weeks of May. Hmm. I don't know. They don't, One base- year, $6 million. Baseball doesn't do like what football does, where they bring somebody in, in and to give get secrets of the other. Give me your Yankee secrets. Oh, were they? Well, no. Right, because baseball's not like that. No, it's different. Well, like you hear that in football, they they like sign somebody for camp just so they could pick or their practice brain. squad a week yeah. or two before. Yes. they're playing that team that just practice. cut them. Yep, practice Absolutely. squad guy. Yeah, that is true. No, baseball's not really like that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about baseball, baseball's about the pitcher. It's it's all about the pitching. Right. So not really. By the way, speaking of pitching, Jerry, not only are the Yankees on a roll, Nestor Cortez tonight. Your guy. The legend. You're so into this guy that you're going to pass on the Ranger game tonight. You're going to pass on the ID channel, and you are going to watch Yankees-Angels baseball. I'm going to go Yankees-Angels at 7, Lightning Rangers at 8. You're not going to be up at 8 o'clock. I like watching the first period. So you're going to stay up till 9. I might. I might. That that face-off ain't going until about 8.15. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you think 8 o'clock you can turn the TV on and they're going to drop the puck? Yes. They got to do all the nonsense first. No. that I would say over under 8.15, I'd probably take the over. Wow. That, I see that. I'm not going to wait wait up for that. That's what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Plus, you know what, Jerry? This is, uh, I know it's the playoffs. It's game one. Right. I, I don't tune in until the Rangers go down 0-2. <laughs> Then I go, all right. That's when you're going to watch. Now the playoffs start. I wouldn't go down 0-2 to the Lightning. That would not do them well. <laughs> you could live with 1-1. You oh, can't right. go down 0-2. Well, this, and this game's at the Garden. you got to win this It one. is. You, gotta, you have to win one of the first two. You got to win at home. I mean, you don't have to, but I think you, they need to. You must. Yes. All right, so you'll just watch the Yankees for five minutes. I'll watch Nesta Cortez shut them down. You'll watch the first inning. If he does it in the first inning, I'll Will be very excited. Tune into Mets Nationals at 110. Uh, I might put that on in the background. A little background noise. Yeah, I might put that on in the background. The beauty of baseball, though. Yeah, I love I love the background baseball. I Especially, not... you know what? It's really great on a beautiful day. Yes. Windows open. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're at the ball game. The I... breeze is coming in. But that's, you know, it's funny because you and others, and G's like this too, it's yeah. enough with the baseball and all these games and blah, the summer's too long. And that's the beauty of it, though. It's always there. It's just kind of, like I don't a friend. know. Yes. For some people, yes. I don't know about you, but for me, when I go to put the TV on, I don't watch much television. I watch about an hour, hour and a half at night. That's it. When I go in the summertime and I put SNY on a yes and there's not a game, like those rare days where they're both off, I'm like, what the hell? What am I supposed to do here? I feel like I was just like, you know, broken up with. You just got dumped for the night. Yeah. No good. I need a game. Right. On those days, baseball says to you, Jerry, I think we should take some time. No, I don't need time. I don't want time. Give me a game. And I don't want to watch the Braves and the Giants or whoever. See, I thought you'd be into that. I think you. I feel I, like you're an, I'll put on any MLB there, game I could get. There are certain games that I will watch and certain teams. I, if the Dodgers are on for whatever reason, I'll watch them. And I know I just referenced the Giants. I, like, I will watch the Giants too. But I'm not going to watch for real. Brewers Nationals, not interested. It's got to be, it's got to be a team that's got some sex appeal to it. And there are certain teams on MLB Network on a Monday night that don't have it. They're not sexy. No, no. I like watching the Mets and the Yankees. So is this? So the Mets have the one o'clock afternoon game today. Is this when they then go to on that West Coast trip? Um, no, aren't they home this weekend? You might be right. Hold on. You might be right. I thought they were home this weekend and then, mm. they, oh no, cause they played the Phillies and Nationals. Yeah. You know what? You're probably I right I think about they that. go on that. Now that you're saying that, I think you're This correct. is the very telling part always for me yeah. in, the, in the New York Mets. Their very first. Dodgers tomorrow night. You're correct. And that, Mike Flegelman is following them out there. That first uh, road trip, uh, West Coast trip. Yeah. Where it's like a, a decent, they're playing three, they're playing uh, Dodgers, Padres, Angels. It's a tough trip. Trip. It's a very difficult trip. There's By the no way, doubt. did you see Mike Trout dive for that ball in the outfield? And Diving for yesterday? balls. I thought that guy was the best. Uh, he is thought to be the best player in baseball. He yes. dove, Jerry. That He didn't even have his glove open. It hit the outside of his glove where he was These diving for balls. So Dodgers for one, two, three, four. Four? Yes. All right, you got to split that. Padres for three, Angels for three. And by the way, then they come home and play the Brewers for three. 
So it's more than just the 10 games out west. It's really a 13-game stretch. Here's my prediction for Mets uh, road, road trip, <laughs> west coast trip. Yeah, 10 games. They're going to split with the Dodgers, two right. apiece. They're going to lose two of three to the uh, to the and then Padres take two three from and the then take a two of three. So they go five and five. Yeah, five and five. Well, and we're going to be like, you know what? Not terrible. No, five and five would be fine on we'll this trip. We'll take it. Then you have the Brewers for three. Is this this where is, is that where is that series? It's home. All right, and then they're home from Miami, and then in Houston. So the month of June, mm-hmm. if they let's put it this way, if the Mets today's June first, they have a t- can't believe I'm saying this a ten and a half game lead in the NL East. It's unbelievable. If they are anywhere near a 10-game lead at the end of yeah. June, they might win the division by 20 games when all is said and done. That's possible. Oh, it's possible, Because you're, with these teams you're playing over the next two weeks and then the Astros twice in the month, man, not easy. Are the Braves still on TBS, the Superstation? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't watch them anymore on there. I'm not sure. That used to be cool. See, they that might I would, be. You know, you said like uh, you, you, you feel uh, yes. broken up with when Mets. But why? But why? Why what? Why would you watch them once in a while on TBS? Because it was there. Because there was no accessibility to any other games. Right. It's right, too so much. I wasn't going to watch the Yankees back when I was uh, in the 80s. I Oh, you wouldn't? On PIX, you wouldn't watch the Yankees? No, I was uh, such a hardcore Mets fan. I hated the Yankees. Wow. Okay. Uh, so if the Mets weren't on, I might put the Braves on. A little TBS action because it was National League, Jerry. I got to study. Yeah, no, I get it. Study the other teams. And there was no interleague. Was no interleague play back then. That's true. I could see that. But it was the accessibility, too. I mean, it's everything so oversaturated now. If you see a game on, it's not like, oh, let's watch the Mariners and the whoever. It's like, oh, they're on. Okay, whatever. I loved TBS back then. It had the Braves on for my secondary watching baseball and W uh, World Championship Wrestling from Georgia. That's true. Oh, that was good. You were wrestling. That was good, Jerry. You remember where... So let's think about the cable box. Yeah. Did you have the three-level box? I did. Right? And then the and then the channels across, the, yeah. one through, well, I guess, two through 13. But then the for me, TBS was third down, second to the right. Oh, you it was down on, like, level yes. one? Or no, I'm sorry. It was second down, third to the right. So it was channel 17, I think, on my cable. I think I had channel 17 as I'm well. I'm pretty sure it was channel 17. But I don't remember where that was. I do remember every once in a while they would switch up the channels and they'd send you a new sticker to yes. put on your box. <laughs> Which was so confusing. <laughs> Just leave like, the channels ah, where they are and get rid of the bad ones. I knew all the channels. And uh, and, and we figured it out very quickly. But yes. My sister used to hate when I would take that the the box. You know, it had a wire. Yes, of wire, course. And I would just click down and click, 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 click. Always. Down to the next level, click, click. She would stop clicking all the channels. By the way, even with the wire, we thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like right. we had a remote control. We had a remote control, big cable box. Yeah, you'd but put it on worked. Your lap. But it was tremendous. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. All right, well, quick break. Five seventeen. We are just getting started. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. A lot to do. Mets, Yankees, Rangers. That's right. I said the Rangers, and then Boomer. And, they'll probably cover that later. Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, real quick, Al, 523, warm-up show till 6 o'clock. So I saw this go across the screen on the scroll. Now, I am aware. I mean, you talk about turn back the clock night. So last night, when they wound up winning in extra innings. The Cardinals beat the Padres 3-2-10. and 10. Since I said it's turn back the clock night, who do you think had the game-winning RBI? Albert Pujols. Yes. Had a sack fly in the 10th, drives in the game-winning run. Cardinals win. Cardinals win. How about the fact that Adam Wainwright started this game through seven innings and struck out 10? How old is that? 40. Dude? He's a man. He's a man. He's 40. Come at me. Is that amazing? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, you, I really do sometimes forget he still pitches. Adam Wainwright and Albert Pujols yes. brought the Cardinals to a victory. Yes, correct. Over the Padres. Yes. At Bush Stadium. Bush. Are you, I mean, what year is this? Is it 2008? Yeah. Unbelievable. It's it's turn back to clock day. That is really something. They struck out uh, shortstop Gary Templeton. (laughs) That's how old it is. And Dave Winfield went 0 for 4 for the Padres. My goodness. That is really funny. So, hey, good for Adam Wainwright and good for Albert Pujols. Good for them. Good for them. 2005 was his rookie year. Wow. 2005. We're 5 and 4 this year. Adam Wainwright is? Yes. That's pretty good. It is good. 
Yeah. Uh, Mike Dingman, Jerry, on Twitter says that, uh, talking about the Braves on TBS, he says he became a Met fan because when he lived in Anchorage, Alaska, his cable network carried WOR. How about that? was a Superstation, too. I didn't Superstation. know that. Superstation. Wow. I guess in some parts of the country, Superstation. We used to get also the Cubs WGN yes, sometimes. Yes, that was a big one, too. Correct. But Those day like, games. Yeah, the day games. All the time. Yeah, that was cool. Do you remember the first night game? What a big spectacle that was. And it yes. looked so dark. That was a big spectacle. Yes, it was. I don't remember who they played. I don't either. Someone will. You idiot. Oh, who cares? You know they played the Padres, you jerk. I don't know. By you the way, Adam Wainwright jerk. has an ERA of 2.7. The That's, guy's 40. He's 40. There's a lot of tape on him, Jerry. I would think the hitters would be able to review <laughs> a lot of tape on him. Review all these games he's pitched over his career. <laughs> oh, it's funny. By the way, Jerry, the Mets won yesterday, 10 nothing. They did. It was easy. They're now 17 games over 500. The Nationals don't even mm-hmm. resemble a major league team right now, aside from Juan Soto. Honestly. Yeah. It's really, it's weird watching them. And you see Davey Martinez there. Like, this guy won a World Series. And I guess, you know, you have a lot of uh, equity once you do that. But I don't know. Like, they're terrible. Yeah. Hey, Nationals, you stink. I, yeah. Starling Marte had another home run, Jerry. Yes, he did. Didn't have a great day. He was one for five, but he did hit a home run. That hit is a home true. run. Yes. And uh, I believe the one he hit was the one that was caught by a Met fan. What was right in the first inning? Uh, holding a baby and reached out with what he held his baby with his left hand, reached out yeah. and caught the ball. That's called talent. That is ta- That happens quite often. Well, two things happen quite often. People holding the baby and catching the ball. Mm-hmm. And this is what I find fascinating. Then you have people that are holding food, catch the ball, drop the food, but no one ever drops the baby. Correct. Thankfully. Yes. There have been new, the nachos are the worst ones. Yeah. Did you see the guy? Was it last weekend where he dropped the nachos on the woman in front of him and didn't even catch the ball <laughs> and then kicked over his beer at the same time? Oh. I mean, so let's think about that. $15 for the beer, $15 for the nachos, $30. The woman's shirt had to be cleaned and he didn't get the ball. Right. That's a dry cleaning bill. That's a mess. You got to be careful, though, if you are holding a baby. And you're going to catch a foul ball. Yeah, you better not misjudge it. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Because babies have soft heads. Uh, yes, they do. It takes them a while to develop. Their skulls aren't fully in Correct, place yeah. yet. I know. Very soft. Yeah. Very strong. I caught a foul ball once, but I wasn't holding a baby. You did? Where? Which stadium? I told you. City Field. I was in oh, a suite. Field. Oh, I was, I was sitting. And my friend gets a suite every year. My friend Mark. And so I was sitting in the front row of the suite. I was one of the few people there to actually want to watch the game. Mm. Most people were just eating and milling around. Yeah, shoving food in their So faces. I was sitting in the front row of the suite. Foul ball hit right. We were sitting on the first base side. Right-handed batter. Popped it right Boom. up. Boom. Saw it coming. Hand out. Dude, here's a ball. Who'd you give the ball to? My son. Oh, nice. Was nice he impressed? Uh, not really. Yeah, you expected He's more. like, did you buy that? I'm like, right. no, I just caught it. Yeah, I caught you would this. pay attention to the game. I caught this ball. Oh, thanks. Okay. And that was that. Yeah, so that guy caught the ball. Uh, Starling Marte, by the way, since he's returned from that bereavement uh, situation, his grandmother passed away? Yes. Pretty good, Jerry. Uh, yeah, very good. Still no Luis Guillorme, but pretty good. Right, that was great with Luis Guillorme last night. With the foul ball that he said hit him? Yeah, so that you're right. Now, it was, I guess, what, it hit the bottom of the bat? Yeah. Yeah. So Guillaume didn't really act like he got hit until he was like, huh, they think I got hit. Let me slowly remove my yes. protective padding and walk down. They go, nope, get back in the box. And whoosh, well, they, they did the review. They did the review. And right. Yeah, he punched the ball. That was the one to the left side? Yes. So two for five last night. He's something crazy like... 19 for 36 over, I think, something like that. 18 for 36. I mean, that's some tear. This is a major league pitching. I know the Nationals aren't good, but you're facing major league pitchers, and he's batting 500 over his last 40 at-bats, basically. It's pretty good. And then Lindor's got nine straight games with an RBI. That's also pretty good. Uh, Yes. Impressive. That is is very good for him, too. There's nothing. Let's put it this way. If you're a Met fan... What is there, aside from the fact that maybe you're a Dominic Smith fan and you're upset that he got sent down, by the way, long time coming, and I saw the quote that, he, please, if the team wants me to play every day. How about this? Produce. Yeah, I didn't realize, actually, he was doing so poorly. Nothing. He's done nothing. Here's what he did. 
when it was rumored that they were going to either get rid of Cano or send him down, he went out and went four for four. And they were like, oh, I better keep Dominic Smith. Meantime, they got rid of Cano. Not that I think he's doing a damn thing, but Dominic Smith has done zilch. I, I can't believe it's taken this long to send him down. But your boy Pete Alonso had two errors yeah, last night at first fine. base. What I mean, the what? Yeah, how I about, didn't see the first one. That? So the first one you have to tell me. I got to the game in the third inning when he threw the ball away on the ball to the right side. Uh huh. You didn't see it. I did. No, I, that's fine. <laughs> I wasn't sure what type of error the first one was. It was a big one, Jerry. The second one, it was not a big one. They won ten nothing. Oh, so not it's a big one. factor. No, it's not a factor at all. The second one was one of those timing plays where the ball's hit to the right side and the pitcher's coming over to cover and he tries to toss it and he just threw it a little bit behind. Whatever. That to me. So nothing terrible. Those things happen. No, nothing terrible. So if I look here. It happens. Eh, let's see. It was a throwing error. Oh. Okay. All right. So we'll take that. That happens. It's not a slow dribbler down the line. No, he didn't Bill Buckner the ball. No, he did not. But it was the toss and then the throwing error. Whatever. He's fine. Hey, man, whatever. We don't even care. He's fine. They won 10 nothing. So who cares? Just keep hitting home Going runs. Going to the World Series probably this do year. Do what you do. And you do fine. you. Yes. Uh, Derek Jeter joined Twitter yesterday. I, I did see this. And Instagram. Oh, Instagram yeah, as well. Yeah, Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. Now, he's just going to bore you to tears on probably. Twitter. Yeah. He even said he... Uh, Wants to use social media as a way to share some of his upcoming projects and what his foundation is doing. Well, it is smart. Sorry. Have you, have you checked yet? I did. All right. So I didn't last, check his Instagram. I checked his Twitter. At last check, yeah. how many Twitter followers did he have? Well, uh, that I don't know. Because my point is, we talk about how hard it is to get a following. Yeah. My question to you would be, what type of following does he have already? He's got 257,000 people. In how many? In what, three days? When did he join? No, I think he joined yesterday. Oh, okay. The, so now you talk about he being joined, able to promote stuff. He's he, got a quarter of a million followers in a day. No, in 18 hours. He joined oh, 18 hours ago. My God. That's why Derek Jeter's on Twitter. So if it's for his Turn 2 Foundation, I'm sure he's got business properties he wants to push. He's got an audience of a quarter of a million people in less than 24 hours. Plus his Instagram. That's why you joined Twitter. Then he did an Instagram Ask Me Anything. Okay. But do you think he actually chose the real interesting questions? But No joke. The, I just re, So I asked you at 531 and 30 seconds. Yeah. And it came up 259.4K followers. I just refreshed it. Already 259.5. <laughs> so That's he's already cool. All right, let me look at him on uh, Twitter, uh, Jerry. That's what I mean. Uh, Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Well, here's my question to you while you do that. By 10 o'clock, or how about this? By the time we do the podcast at 10 ish. Yeah. Is he topped 300,000 yes, followers? I believe so. That's impressive. See, this says, let me see Derek Jeter, because his turn two foundation is on uh, Instagram. There okay. Derek Jeter has 184,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, he's lagging behind. Yeah. He describes himself, Jerry, on his uh, Instagram uh, biography. Rich and Hall of Famer. <laughs> Rich Hall of Famer who smashed out some of the most beautiful women in the world. Oh, he I says, uh, think he put that. sleep-deprived father to three amazing girls. Hall of Fame He's got class. three girls. Yeah, no three kidding. gals. Yep. Wow. He's got the same uh, profile on Twitter. Same exact yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing. Class of 2020. It's going to be corporate. I mean, if he should be on there blasting people. That's what Twitter's for. It might be, but the fact is he's got that many, and his Turn 2 Foundation only has 40,000 followers. He actually has a decent amount on Instagram for the Turn 2 Foundation. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I was surprised. Okay. More than Derek Jeter does. This is, I don't know why I'm fascinated. 259.6. He's building, he, so he's he building a following. In two minutes, if this is right, he gained approximately 20,000 followers in the last two minutes. It's 5.30 in the morning. Maybe you're uh, sending people his way, Jerry. Uh, no, we like only this... the only people we send is uh, this podcast is making me thirsty. Oh, okay. That we send Those guys, that. we sent like 16 guys. Okay. That was fair. I don't think Derek Jeter needs any help. All right. So follow Derek Jeter. And when he starts boring you to tears, unfollow him. You know who's a terrible follower, Shaq? But he'll, he probably I still has a ton Shaq. of followers. Oh, a million. Right, it's so weird. But all he does is promote Papa John's yeah, and, and the general and 
but and Icy Hot and all these things that he promotes, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, Shaq has. I'm going to say 2.2 million. Uh, or am I way see. off on he that? He is 15.6 oh, million. Oh, gosh. Wow. Okay. 15 million. I actually stopped following him. Yeah. I think. Well, maybe not. You not showed sure. him, Jerry. He's like, damn, I had 15.7 million. Spike. Yeah, who cares? No one cares. And now uh, Jerry dropped me. How yeah. dare he? Maybe she got a notification. <laughs> uh, you lost Mr. Jerry Recco from the fan. He's no longer following you. No one cares. 535. We got to take a break. When we come back, we've got a whole lot more to do's on the fan. Oh, that's my part. I'm sitting here, Jerry, having a good time for myself. Hold on. I tell you, I want to go to a concert like a bunch of them yet. Have I told you that? No. I'm making a list of concerts to go to. Not yeah. to go to, but just what's going on this year. So I need to. I already started. I already started looking. So Coldplay is at MetLife Stadium this weekend. Not really boring. I, well, I didn't say it was interesting. I'm just saying I started making a list. Okay. Oh, so you were like, here's what's going on. Yes. What do I want to pick from? I was trying to make like this gigantic list of concerts that are coming up in All June, right. July, and August. You just tell me if any of these interest you. All right, go ahead. Fire away. All right, Coldplay, you said no. No. Now, I'm going to say this, but before you say no, especially if you haven't seen him before. Okay. Just think about age, mm-hmm. where he's been. Got it. Who knows how many more opportunities. Right. Beacon Theater, Ringo Starr. No. <laughs> you didn't even think about it. All his songs are jokes. Yellow Submarine. I know, but he's he's Ringo. I do love Photograph is a great song. Like, And the No-No song is good. What's but the No-No no song? What's that? No, 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 no. I don't smoke it no more. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that song. You're 16. I wonder how health change that to you're 18. You're 18. <laughs> you're beautiful and you're mine. You're um, 18. You're beautiful, but that's not what really matters. And you're mine. So that... Really? No interest no, at all? No interest in really, Ringo Starr. I, I feel like I'm kind of interested. I know he's a Beatle. Right. But I'm not, I've am not. i never really been into the There's Beatles. There's only two left. Yeah, two Beatles left. All right, so you're not interested in that. No. All right, Billy Joel, you've seen. Forget that. Um, Justin Bieber. Bonnie Raitt? No. Is that you? No, not your. That's okay. By the way, she can sell out Madison Square Garden. I, I would not have guessed that, but yeah, she got a new record out. MSG. All right, McCartney is later this month as well. What about this one? And I know... I'll I'll pose it to you this way. I want sports in a second. I'll pose it to you this way. What if I got you in a suite? I can't, but if I did, because I would love to go see this. Machine Gun Kelly. No. Not at all. I don't even know what I'm aware he is a human being. Bloody Valentine. You know you know that no, song. No, I don't. I don't think I know a single Machine Gun Kelly song. Really? Yeah, he is not my speed. I know. Yeah, I like him. I actually would like Where's to go see Where's he playing? That. The Garden. The Garden? Yeah. He's pretty popular. Evidently. I listen to 92.3 plays him a lot. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised you don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know any Machine Gun Kelly. All right, look, the last couple ones. Yeah. Um, would you... Elton John anymore, or is that no, over? No, not interested. That's over. So that's MetLife Stadium. Yeah, especially not interested in the stadium. Interested in the weekend? No. Me neither. Uh, here's one. This is where, all right, so you're going to have a big week at, at MetLife Stadium. All right. August 13th, August 17th, Kenny Chesney, Chili Peppers. I'd go see Kenny Chesney, not Chili Peppers. Well, no, time out. If, you're gonna, if I'm going to go see Kenny Chesney with you, you're coming to see the Chili oh, Peppers with me. So mm, that's it. Nothing else? Yeah. I would go see that Kenny Chesney. Oh, I've wow, seen him before Kenny in I know the stadiums, and he's, he's good. Hmm. So no Machine Gun Kelly for you? No. What if you were in a suite? Uh, no, because I still have to get there and... What's June twenty eighth? So today's the tw- oh, that means it's a Wednesday night. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, oh, that's because his audience doesn't work, Jerry. That sounds terrible. I still. They're go. all college kids on uh, off for the summer. Maybe Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, I would like to see him though. Every time I drive by PNC Art Center, there's always like something that flashes by on the outdoor board. Yes, uh, that looks interesting. Like yeah, a- music from the seventies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rod Stewart with Cheap Trick, Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. Yeah, it's the same. It's stuff. like the same lineup every single it year. Is, it is a lot which of the I same don't lineup. There was one that I want to see real quick their schedule because there was one where the opening act I thought was bigger than the actual yes. act. Actually, that happens every once in a while, and I love that because I would love to go and then leave early. Here it is. I think it's the Sammy Hagar concert. Yeah, who I think is tremendous. You know, I love Sammy Hagar. All good. 
But I'm, I'm blanking out now on who's opening for him. I'm trying to load up the schedule here. Sammy Hagar and the circle. Yes, correct. Uh, so it's Sammy Hagar. Why is it not telling me who the opening act is? That's yeah. kind of weird. I, I actually look for that when the opening act I like better than the band. Because right. then I could just go, get there early, no one's annoying, and then you leave when the crowd starts showing up and you're like, Hey, well, it makes sense because then your night, your night is not Night's nearly as crazy. Yes, exactly. So Sammy Hagar Perfect. is playing. I right, so we. T- <laughs> this is hilarious. The Doobie Brothers with Sammy Hagar. No, no, oh. no. I'm just. I mean, come on. Right. Come um, on. I would like to see Bill Burr there next weekend. That's actually kind of cool. I don't know if I'm going. Steely Dan is playing. I was joking. Oh yeah. June 30th. I can't find the Sammy the Sammy Hagar one. All right. Well, whatever. I'll figure it out. Very interesting. Oh, Third Eye Blind. There you go. That's good for you. I would see that. Yeah, I figured you would. All right, so of all the shows, I'll see Kenny Chesney and Third Eye Blind. (laughs) Do, do, do. That's the song of the summer. Do, do, do. Uh, You know, back in like 95. I didn't give you all of the the shows. Uh, I still wish I could see who was opening for Sammy Hagar, because I really do feel like the opening act was bigger. Google it. Whatever. I'm trying to Google it. It's not working out so well. Uh, Yesterday, Jerry, a 23rd woman. Filed a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. With Sammy Hagar? Yes. Do you think the crowd goes nuts when it's like... Yes. I do. I do. One bourbon, one shot, one beer. That's still, those songs are still awesome. Oh, yeah. I know everyone's holding up their drinks. Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. I, George Thorogood, as old as it might be, I could still... Although some of the songs are a little long. I could still listen to those songs. And Bad to the Bone is the last one I want to hear. Those other ones, tremendous. Yeah. That's how I learned all about the alcohol, which is true. When I started like working at the liquor store in 1992, I think it was. I'll never forget my boss at the time, this guy by the name of Sean, sadly passed away only a few years later. He's like, you're going to listen to George Thorogood, and then you're going to come in here, and you're going to understand what all these alcohols are. Right. And you'll know what they are. He taught you about he did. alcohol. Like, like when he's talking about his dear old granddad, who knew that was a whiskey until I started working in the liquor store and listening to him. So the the top of uh, George Thorogood songs, Bad to the Bone. Yeah, that to me is one of the worst of the bunch. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Yes. Who do you love? Yeah, that's good. I drink alone. That one's the best one. That's where he talks about all the different alcohols. Yeah. I drink alone. Yeah, this, this is a great else. one, Jerry. Move it on over. Yeah, that's good. Rock it on over. Yep. I would go see him. Move over. And then I could leave. And you're out of there. Nine o'clock, gone. Don't you wish you could leave and then sell your ticket to somebody who wanted to see Sammy Hagar? You could, except I don't think you can scan it back in. Yeah, you can't scan it back in. So yeah. You know, they get like you. a two-for-one deal. They get you. You get two, well, no, not two shows. One show, two shows. Yeah, anyway. Whatever. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson. This yeah. is um a twenty third woman has uh, now filed uh, joined the lawsuit. Do you think he even at this point is like you know, like when they call him to tell him by the way, twenty three he's like whatever. Like twenty two, twenty three to him it's like Well, he doesn't seem too concerned about it, number one. He's been on vacation, he's engaged, right? That's and unbelievable. Then the, what was the video with Mia What's her name? Mia Khalifa? Mia Khalifa, the porno star? Where she was jumping in his condo. Did you oh, see that? I didn't that? see this. It was just this weekend, I think. Yeah, what? that must be some girlfriend that Sean Watson has. She, she, it's she, not her, then. What do you mean? It's, she's not his girlfriend? Mia Khalifa? Yeah. No, he's got like non-porno. Who is she? Mia Khalifa's a porno star. Oh. Deshaun Watson's girlfriend's just a regular gal. Oh, hold on. Okay, but maybe. she is standing by her man, which is unbelievable. Unless, let's see, Mia, unless that's wrong, <laughs> which is certainly possible. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what I saw this weekend, though. Jerry, if you're bad and porno star Mia Khalifa. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Nothing at all. Um, let's see. No, maybe this is, yeah, maybe that was old. All right, you know what? That was an, old, an old video. Old story, Jerry? That was an old Back story. Back in the day, Mia Khalifa was that's jumping someone around. posted over the weekend. Oh, okay. Someone yes. posted old news. Yeah. But this is new news, 23rd woman. Yeah. Now, uh, Deshaun Watson's lawyer came out yesterday screaming and saying, uh, you know, this is uh, uncalled for, this 23rd. But at this point, 20, 21, 22, 23, it's all bad. It's all bad. And the details of this one, if you read them, yeah, are really bad. I mean, it's... I didn't see the details on this one, yeah. and I read the whole article, the, Jerry. The details were she 
worked with him, worked on him, whatever you want to say, three times. Three massages. The first massage didn't seem too terrible. All right. Seemed like it was eh, maybe a little risque, but nothing, nothing okay. that you would sue him for. Right. The second one sounded like it got escalated a little bit, and the third one is when, according to her, when he got a little grabby and was making requests, and that's when she and broke it off immediately. Okay. I don't know. He seems like a... Seems like trouble, Jerry. It's 23 people. It's what... If it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. This is 23 people. Right. Are they all lying? They do they know each lying. other? I mean, I don't know, man. All I do know is it doesn't look good. It does not look good. But, man, he's engaged. They're, him and his girlfriend or fiance are on vacations. How often do you think that comes up? A lot. Yeah. Doesn't it have to? Yes. Especially when something like, so this comes up. Doesn't she have to be like, all right, is this one true now? I, I would feel like I'd be in a, a constant fight, yeah, constant I arguments. I, I don't know. All I know is the Browns gave him a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed. Here's what I know, Jerry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Al and I will be going to see George Thorogood and the Destroyers coming up in a few weeks. Right now, though, maybe Amy Lawrence will too. Don't know, but she is with us. Odyssey Sports Minute. Oh, I hope to- it's about George Thorogood. It is not about George Thorogood, but it's about golf and Dustin Johnson. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We call it Winter Wednesday around here. Why? Because we've got two winning baseball teams. Mets won easy, 10-0 over the Nationals. Yankees won easy as they ripped through Noah Syndergaard, that thug, (laughs) and the Angels. And so they will try to continue their winning ways today. And the Rangers play tonight. Yeah, Jerry, if you love sports, you do love sports, right, Jerry? I do. You love sports. There's a Mets game at 1. It is a good day. Then you got to have a little dinner. Then the Yankees start at 7. By that time, Nestor Cortez will have shut down the Angels, and the Yankees will probably have a five-run lead. And by you go right to the Rangers. Right to the Rangers. That's a pretty good day right there. And you need the Rangers to do what they've done the last two games that I've watched, Jerry, which is score like two goals in the first period. And then you probably feel like it's over and you yeah. go to bed. Although I do remember somebody saying, and I don't understand why this is true, they go, the uh, least safe lead in hockey is three goals. Oh, it's three goals? I thought it was two goals. No. A three-goal lead in hockey is the, oh, here we go with the dreaded three-goal lead. Why? Why? Because you get lazy and you feel Maybe. like, ah, I could give up a goal here. We I don't suppose. have to press as hard. I don't know, but I've, I mean, I've said that too. And yeah. Everyone always says that. I feel like like when the Rangers were up both of those games 2 nothing or 3 nothing. I, I think like, it depends eh. on, I really do think it depends on how the team's playing yeah. and how they scored them. And if they're fluky, you get up three goals, you never know. The but if you're dominating a team yes. and you're up 3 nothing quickly, keep dominating them. Keep dominating. And the Rangers right. did that the other night. That's what I the coach. I said, like, listen, you've got a three-goal lead. Press. Let's make it four. Make it, I oh, couldn't agree with you more. 100%. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.